the volume. Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. The sports calendar is packed and there is no place better to get in on the action than FanDuel. So many sports to bet on. NBA, March Madness around the corner. You got the PGA Tour, hockey, and then some. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play. The spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out same game parlay. Plus, just download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. Disclaimer. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager, only $10. Deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com forward slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-INDIANA. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.100gambler.net West Virginia All right, welcome to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Fired up for this weekend. We are live on Amazon Amp, Volume Sports YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcasts. An exciting episode to ensue. We're going to dive in. Look, NBA's day-to-day. I want to take a little pit stop here, fill up the Tesla, let it electrocute. And if that's even a word, and sit there and cook on what I've sat on that's really aging gorgeously. Got a few futures, little MVP talk. We need to talk this out because it is riveting. We talked the NBA MVP all year in the media, but these last 10 plus games, this is when it really gets exciting. And we have line movement and now a three horse race as well to add Giannis into the mix. And I'm going to bring on my producer, Matt, at the end. We're going to do a little cash it or trash it for some NFL futures, but let's get in. And I want to start with the MVP talk because, oh, I'm in New York, so I can't even bet on our FanDuel shop, the NBA MVP, which is a conversation for another story. But I'm, I'm looking at these current lines. and Embiid's at minus 150. Jokic is at plus 230. Giannis is at plus 270. People. At the beginning of this calendar week, pending when this hits your ears on March 25th, show. Embiid was minus 190. Jokic was plus 300. Giannis was over 4-1 to one at the beginning of the work week. This is what I try to tell people. And I've talked this out with a few, a few sharp minds in this basketball betting world. This is not against the spread. This is not a futures bet. 
in a normal capacity as far as win the West, win the East, win the finals. This is a subjective award with human beings, a straw poll that comes out that has huge influence and a whole narrative around an NBA season that these group of writers for the NBA has to factor in. Look, I don't want to go too far into the weeds here. But I still believe the value is on Jokic. Now, everybody and their mothers wants Embiid to win this award, especially in Philly. But I've talked it out with Philly faithful. They want this award so bad for the BFG. Mr. Joel Embiid, big friendly giant, shout out Roald Dahl, is what they really, in fact, want is the deep playoff run. And yes, they've moved from three to two. They've leapfrogged the Celtics in the standings. They're not going to catch the Bucs. I think it's like 12 to 1 for the Sixers to land the one seed when it's all said and done for the season. So you want to get in to a little bit, to be honest, of a load management mindset here as you wind down the season in Philly. I'm not saying bench Embiid here and there, but just to put this into perspective, your most valuable player, if it's Embiid, he's not a back-to-back guy. I watched Jokic in person on Saturday in a New York Knicks matinee. Catch an L, go to the other Brooklyn Borough on no Day off, drop a triple-double and beat the Nets. Jokic still has four triple-dubs in the last 10 games. He's averaging 9.9 assists, all right? He's second in boards, fourth in assists, and he's top 17 in points. I know Joel's leading the league in points. I know he's top, let's see, seven in boards. Giannis is third, by the way, and fifth in points. But Embiid, look at his line the other night against the Bulls, 12 Seven and seven to finally cool down everybody feeling like this man can't go for anything other than over third. But this is my problem. Harden's out and beads in. They blow out the bulls. I still don't love the minutes. And this is where Doc's coaching starts to get in my noggin. Without going on on a tangent, the value to me has to be the plus money play here. Jokic was chalk for months. Now all of a sudden, the Sixers go 8-2 and two in their last 10. Denver has their first four-game losing streak, and we're looking at the painting completely differently. Jokic, if he ends with a triple-double and he wins the West and they don't give him this award, I'm going to go Bubba Ray Dudley through a table's ladder and chair somewhere at a theater near you. Dude, he didn't win the Northwest either times he won this award, and didn't average what he's averaging this year as far as a certified triple dub. I don't get it. This award is, to me, ridiculous. It's why I don't even talk it till we're down to the last furlong. But the value simply cannot be on Embiid. Again, 12 points is interesting the other night to cool down. And this load management, once Philly sees Milwaukee lock up the one seed, How's it all going to shake out? Because Denver's in the wild, wild west. That's, this puppy's going down to the last game. I'm just saying, I move on, but I love, love Jokic right now on the value. And I got him at 3-1 to one at the beginning of the week. It's already moving in my favor. How you doing? All right, I'm on three futures. I'll talk two out briefly in the NBA. I'm on the Knicks to win the East. That is a long shot. Knicks are in an interesting spot right now. Julius goes for a career high. They lose against the Wolves without Cat, without a, without Anthony Edwards. I digress. This is a long shot. It, it, it's a, a play that's already come down in value, and I 
preached it from the high heavens, 42 to one. This is an East that really cannot be trusted after Milwaukee. And I wholeheartedly believe that. And the Knicks can score with anybody, but I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here selling you on the Knicks to win the East. The, the Bucks are the play. The Knicks are the value long shot. They've taken three of four against Boston. What are we doing? But the West, I have two futures, and my producer's on it with me. I took the Lakers over 2-1 to a long time ago. In fact, I took them right before LeBron went down, and I've been very fortunate that Palinka, the Rob Lowe lookalike, has figured it out, and we now have a Vanderbilt, a Beasley, a Mo Bamba, a D'Angelo Russell on this Lakers roster that's been playing since these trades, top 10 defense. Now, the Lakers right now on FanDuel are plus 104 to make the playoffs. I don't know how you don't take it. I don't know how you don't take it. The only reason you don't is if the King comes out himself and says, he's done for the season, he's packing it in. But are we watching what we're watching? Did you see the, the double-digit win the other night against the Suns? I mean, Austin Reeves is playing out of his Scored. He had a double-double and well over 20 points. I look at this Lakers team, who's, by the way, eighth in offensive points per game on the season to make the playoffs. Here they are, pending when this hits your ears, one game below 500 in the 10th spot. But the West is so close, they're two wins away from the Warriors who are in the playoffs and don't even have to dance in the play-in. They had a huge win. I'm going to get to them in a second. But this is a combination of Right place, right time, right schedule. Hear this out. The Thunder twice. The Rockets. The Jazz twice. The banged up PG-13 list Clippers. The Suns who are hurt and the Lakers just beat. The Bulls twice and the banged up T-Wolves. I'm not sitting here saying they're going to run the table. But there is a world where this Lakers team could even bypass the play-in with this schedule. I mean, look at the balance. AD, Reeves, and Russell gave you 25, 26, and 27. Vanderbilt's a 10 and 7 guy. Beasley can pop off for 15 to 20. Schroeder is an unbelievable backup point guard with dog off the bench. Am I in la-la Lakerland going ballistic? Or am I just calling what I'm seeing? I'm telling you right now, the Lakers are going to be in the playoffs and ain't nobody going to want to play them. You can't trust Denver. The Kings play no D. The Grizzlies have off-the-court off the distractions like there's no tomorrow. Who do you trust with KD not even healthy in the West? The Warriors are having a historic, you've heard Colin, historically bad road season. If Wiggins doesn't come back, it's a wrap. But I digress as I tell you. I am on the Lakers at over 2-1, to one, and I beg you to take them with me at plus 104. You don't need a used car, but I'm telling you, you do for a rainy day, and it's the Lakers to make the playoffs. But a Warriors ticket, I'm on them at 9-1 to one to win the West. I double-dipped at 7-1. to one. Shout out Costanza. The Warriors are 5-1 to one right now, and the fourth-ranked Futures team in the West on FanDuel, and it's behind only Denver, Memphis, and of course, the Phoenix Suns. And I don't trust the Warriors right now, but the the the, the one twenty seven one twenty five win on the road at Dallas. And again, no Kyrie, but Luka did play. Was 
enormous. And that could be a win that maybe turns them towards a defensive leaf. If Wiggins doesn't come back, this ain't cashing. Period, point blank. This futures hangs on the complete realization that Andrew Wiggins comes back and plays basketball. If he doesn't, we're done. We're toast. Forget about it. I'll figure out another futures. I don't trust Denver. The Kings haven't been there since before MySpace top eight. I'm not making that up. And the Grizzlies, I I mean, really? We're going to back this Grizzlies team with Dylan Brooks going WWF every two hours? And and, and Ja, we're worried about him as a person? Forget about basketball? I don't know, man. It's a shaky West, but I'm here to tell you the two the two futures I'm on is the Lakers, and I still think it's worth it at, at a pick and plus 104. And this Warriors team, look, I, I knew this. You can go back in the weeds. I, I knew this would happen. 9-1 to one would go down. It was a phenomenal play. But it's Budkiss if they don't win the West. I don't know what to feel about the Warriors yet. They still haven't really been that healthy. We haven't seen continuity, but that's what I'm on. So as we pivot and bring in my producer, Matt, here to talk the NFL, I'm taking Jokic, Lakers to make the playoffs. You can rock with me if Wiggins comes back. It won't go down much more, I don't think, than 5-1, to one, maybe 4.5-1 to one, as we turn the page to bring in Matt. Let's talk some NFL, my friend. You ready to roll? Of course, uh, everyone's favorite uh, new segment, uh, cash or trash. But I, I, to go back on the uh, the Lakers and stuff, totally with you on the Lakers. Like I, th- I think you mentioned, they're plus one hundred five to make the playoffs. Now we got, I got them at plus one seventy two. You got them at plus two hundred, and, and a whole go. bunch of good stuff. So tailing you there. Oh, I don't I know love if you're rocking uh, with me, man. One hundred percent. And I don't know if you sprinkled on Austin Reeves MVP, but you might need to take a look at that <laughs> one too. <laughs> you ain't lying. Man, man, he's balling. Okay, so moving on to Cash or Trash NFL Edition here. Uh, let's start with America's team. We're going to give you like five, a handful of bets here, uh, and you're going to tell them, you know, are they cash or are they trash? Uh, first and foremost, America's team, Cowboys to win the NFC at plus 600. Is that bet cash or is it trash? I got to swipe left, Matt. I got to trash it, throw it in. What is it? The Gra- Oscar the Grouch trash. There we go. I, I almost I almost dropped Elmo there. No, look, we're throwing it in the trash. I'm sorry. This is an exciting team. But, Matt, you're talking about winning the NFC. If it was winning the NFC East in this double-digit Eagles situation with contracts, they're already losing a Hargrave, etc. Yeah, this is this is a trash. And, and to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll double-check here, but this is a fascinating Jerry Jones-led club. You far and away dominate all year offensively. By the way, they're one of two teams coming in that were top five in offense and top five in defense. Fourth-ranked offense at 27 per, fifth-ranked D giving up 20. Only Buffalo did what they did as far as continuity. And they go in fire Kellen Moore, who goes to my former club, the LA Chargers, shout out San Diego, and they bring and promote Brian Schottenheimer, which is fine. He he is a very serviceable, capable offensive coordinator. We were hearing for a second it was going to be McCarthy calling plays. The point is, this is a team that had success, loses to the Niners, and they feel like they got to sort of shake it up. Now, I like the Cooks move. I particularly love the Stephon Gilmore move. 
Diggs and Gilmore, that might be the best one-two punch at corner for the Cowboys since Deion Sanders was in the mix. I'm dead serious. But this is one of those teams. And again, Dak had 15 interceptions last year. 15. He didn't even play the whole season. Cooper Rush played. So we're talking about a game, a pick. You lose to the Niners 19-12. Okay, Zeke's gone. Cooks is in. New offensive coordinator. New situation. I just, I, I can't do it. Matt, I mean, this is a team that cannot beat Philly in important spots on the road, and they can't win playoff games. I believe this was Dak's second playoff win, and it's been a couple seasons to get that back. I, I just don't trust the Cowboys. They're a wonderful regular season story. They're a great team to talk about, of course, in the sports radio world. I can't do it. I cannot do it. And the best thing they did on offense last year was what they did with their two-headed monster. Well, Zeke is gone, and it's going to be all on Pollard, who's not a bell cow back. So I'm curious, with the shuffling of a new OC and a new backfield, how will this team fare? It's going to be a lot more on Dak again this year, and I just don't trust it. So I, I got to swipe left. Th there ain't no way the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. What do we got next? Uh, I think you just invented a new uh, a new segment, swipe left, swipe right. So I wrote that one down. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, staying in the NFC, um, 49ers to win the Super Bowl at plus 900. I'm going to take a look. Um, are, you, are you cashing or trashing that? They're, the, they're tied for the second shortest odds with Eagles, Bills, and Bengals. I got to go cash it here. Look, this is the number one defense, and defense wins championships unless you go against Sir Patrick in this league. They gave up 16 points a game last year. They were top two in rush D. This front seven, that listen to who they got, all right? they. I mentioned Javon Hargrove, they swooped, who is a savage on the Philadelphia Eagle front seven. And you may not have even known what he did on that Eagles team last year because they had Jordan Davis, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. I mean, they had so many guys up front. You just, you felt like this guy, he's not, he's a household name, but he's not a star as far as linemen like Abosa. But he just joins Abosa, Eric Armstead, and now Farrell, who you remember when Gruden and Mayock drafted way too early on the Raiders, joins this team as a D end. And they just signed this dude, Austin Bryant, 6'5", Monstar, who played on the Clemson defensive line that had Dexter Lawrence, Christian Wilkins, and Farrell. They were nicknamed the Power Rangers people. So you're putting two of the four Power Rangers back together with Nick Bosa, Armstead, and then at linebacker you have Nick Warner and Greenlaw I mean I know they shuffled around some defensive back pieces they did get Charveris Ward from Kansas City I mean this team is going to be so sick at getting to the quarterback I, this team they might they might win 15 games next year I I have a hard time believing and this is contingent though on Purdy but again I looked it up and reminded myself this kid Mr. Irrelevant Mr. Now Relevant went seven games, seven W's as a practice squad, dude, to start the season. In the playoffs, he goes 18-30 with three tugs for 131 QBR rating. Beats Dallas. No problem game managing that. 19 for 29, 214, no mistakes. And then, of course... You had, and I didn't even mention Reddick on that defensive line for the Eagles. Hassan Reddick knocks his arm. He goes out. 
and yada, yada. But bringing it back to this next season, <laughs> the AFC, it's so imbalanced. I don't even, I can't even think of a cowherd analogy off the dome. But the AFC has seven of the top 10 best quarterbacks in the league. I dare you to tell me otherwise. Seven. It's so bad that Danny Dimes was able to hustle his team for an extra 10 mil. I mean, that's how bleak it is in the NFC. Why Rodgers wants to go is fascinating. We'll get to that in a second. But you have to take it. You have to. The defense is the best defense in the NFL. The coaching staff and the structure of this team is top five in the NFL. I know Shanahan's quote-unquote can't win the big game. They've just had a streak of bad luck. Jimmy G is finally gone. I truly believe that was a distraction. I think this is Brock Purdy's team with Trey Lance as a backup. And if they get it right early at the quarterback position, I feel good about it. 9-1 to one will go down throughout the season because of this is a playoff team. So I'm cashing it to the bank. What do we got next? All right, you stole my next question. So you're rolling with Brock Purdy over Trey Lance, and they have Sam Darnold as well. So Brock Purdy's your guy? Absolutely. Has to be. Has to yeah. be. What if he's not healthy? Who are you rolling with, Lance or uh, Darnold? Give me Lance. <laughs> okay. Moving on to uh, the team you just mentioned, the Jets. Uh, everyone's talking about them for obvious reasons. They are plus 750 to win the AFC. Are you cashing or are you trashing that bet? You know, this is a tough spot, Matt. I'm a... Uh a New York host, as we know, on MSG. So I, I want to say I want to cash it for good vibes. But from a betting perspective, you got to trash it uh, at the moment. Look, to go into the weeds on the Aaron Rodgers press conference for a second and give you a cowherd take, the dude didn't want to play anymore. He was 80 to 90% on his way to Del Boca Vista Phase 4 to literally play shuffleboard with the Seinfelds. And now he comes out of the darkness. And again, I'm repeating myself, but I'll say it again if you haven't heard me. He finds out his current mate, the Packers, doesn't want to be with him anymore. And so he goes, I'm a good-looking stud. You don't want to be with me. I'm going to go be with somebody else. I'm going to Broadway doing it bigger and better, baby. I'm going with the Jets. The Jets haven't made the playoffs in a decade. The Jets haven't won a Super Bowl since I was negative 40. The Jets have been watching every other quarterback they could have grabbed go to another team. They even let White Lotus go. They had to. Mike White is in Miami with Ace Ventura. I'm telling you, they are so chips all in with Rodgers. But plus 750, why I'm off it is because it was 15 to 1 three weeks ago. The value is gone. It ain't moving in a conference with Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Tim the Toolman Allen, most likely Lamar Jackson, the dude on the Browns, and we keep going. There are so many, Trevor Lawrence, so many quarterbacks in the AFC. Look, they are a top four passing D. They are a top five overall D. But they were a bottom four offense. And if Aaron Rodgers didn't hang out with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watkins to build rapport off the field last year in cushy, cozy, Cheese headland, why is he going to come to the Big Apple and want to do bonfires with Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner? He ain't gonna. He don't wanna. He's a party of one lone wolf that doesn't want a Galifianakis wolf pack. He doesn't. So to, for him to come to New York, I'm just as excited to watch him with the media than I am on the field. It's going to be 
fascinating, but there is no way I am. I am all, all I'd lock it in for good vibes as a New York citizen. But if we're talking actual betting of futures, there is no way I am taking the Jets at plus 750 off Aaron Rodgers' worst season of his last three. I cannot do it. What do we got next? All right. I didn't even know where to begin on this. We're moving to the NFC North. I am a Bears fan, but yes, I don't know which one of these. I don't know who's going to win this division. So we got the Lions are, are the favorites at plus 130. The Vikings with the same team for the last 10 years, non-primetime Kirk Cousins. Vikings yeah. plus 310 plus 310 to win the division, Bears plus 320, and the Packers, the last place Packers, baby, plus 410, which is great to see as a Bears fan. But I think the Packers are a decent bet as well. So which one of those, Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers, is cash, and which one's trash? Like, which one would you bet on, and which, one, which ones are you staying away from? Well, this is tough, it's Matt. Tough. I mean, again, this is, a, this is, this is I'll talk it out with you. I mean, I, I want to start with your Bears as far as offseason headlines. They, they wrap their arms around fields as they should. Uh, the signings that they made, of course, DJ Moore being the biggest w- weapon and, and piece for Jay Fields. You bring in Deontay Foreman. I love Robert Tanyan. So a few pieces on the offense with some, some in-the-trenches help as well. I love the Edmonds linebacker signing. So I just don't know what to make of the Bears, though. It's a little bit of a stay away here at 320. I like the value, but they lost 10 in a row heading out the door of the 2022 season. 10 games in a row. And I'm sorry, I'm I'm not knocking your Bears. I want them to bounce all the way back. If I'm looking at this division and I want to win money, I mean, I'm sorry. Are the Lions seriously plus 130? I mean, that's fascinating for a team that, again, was not buying any Dan Campbell two coffee Pacino speeches for the first half of that season. They were hot and cold, literally like a Shaq Icy Hot commercial. The Vikings win 13 games in historic, I believe, negative point differential fashion. They won older games except for one, I believe, by one possession. I don't trust anybody in this division. You can sit here and make a case that if Rodgers goes nowhere, plus 410 is the play on the pack. I would say I would cash at the moment. The Vikings, just out of, uh, on a continuity play, and again, O'Connell, first year, they did, they did fairly well. That's pretty good value. I, I'm almost feeling like the Vikings should be what the Lions are. Uh, Vegas must know something. I'm actually going to stay off the Lions. I don't see them winning this division. I think the two value plays are the Vikings and the Bears. Now, I think the Bears' better bet is probably a win total over than than them to go from a three-game winning season all the way to double-digit land. That doesn't really happen in the NFL too often. I'm off the Lions. I don't trust them. I think the Vikings at plus 310 is too valuable to not cash. And then just for... For playing playing optimistic over here, uh, Chicago hasn't been. I mean, you tell me, man, how excited are you for this season? I have to take plus three twenty just for a fun sprinkle, but the real bet would be the Vikings. Yeah, um, as a Bears fan, I'm hoping for eight wins. I'm hoping that uh, win total is like seven and a half ish. I think it's going to be eight ish. Uh, right, I don't know right. if they're going to win nine. I do think. I mean, the goal is to make the playoffs. They haven't won a game since October, Monaco. Since since October. I know, man. Um, it's tough. I, I, it's tough life. to take them. I mean, would you sprinkle on them at plus 320? Yeah, I almost did this morning, but I think... Um, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Let's go! 
But I don't want to I mean, wait. Do you my... agree though? Talking it out. Why, who takes the Lions at plus one thirty? Wait for them to have a a, a rough start again. Uh, the Vikings at three ten. They have to be the play. They have to yeah. from a value perspective. And I'm telling you, I don't mind the Packers at plus four hundred or whatever, plus four ten or whatever. Now, but is like that it. because of, because you believe in love, or you think they're going to do something like Brady out of retirement, crazy? No, it'll be love. That's been their guy for a couple of years. But you, man, that division, like you can't count on the Bears. You, it's it's non prime time cousins. It's the Detroit Lions. The Packers have been running that yeah. division for like twenty plus years. So, um, I like it's I said, I almost fire on the Bears. So. It is what it is. And, and I do like their I, – th- I think they'll get about eight wins. That's the goal next year. That'll get you in the playoffs. So I don't. the win totals aren't out yet, so we'll take a look at those in the future. But, yeah. Yeah, and we'll wait. We'll fight through the whole division at you. Yeah, and we'll reassess once the, once the schedules come out. But, yeah, just rehashing, rehashing the app. I love the value on Jokic. I'm, I'm begging you to join Matt and I with the Lakers. Uh, if you feel any kind of confident in the Warriors in the next week – I don't see five to one going down. Maybe it'll go down to four fifty, but you could still rock with me there. I'm on them nine to one and seven to one. And then of course, talking out, cash it or trash it. Cowboys, we are swiping left. We are swiping right and cashing a Niners nine to one Super Bowl. I like that a lot. We have to trash the Jets. I hate to do it. I'm rooting for them, but there's no value left right there. And then in a weird, sick, maybe little uh Plus 310, plus 320, sprinkle a little breakfast money on the Vikings with a long shot for the Bears. But in all, all seriousness, I think the Vikings would be the team to cash in that NFC North. And that does it. Appreciate Matt hopping on, the producer of the Money Line Monaco pod, joining me there on that last segment. We get out of here with a FanDuel ad. The tournament is heating up, and there is no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com forward slash Monaco and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. You already know Amon McCronin in those UCLA Bruins. Five players from that 2021 Final Four team led by Jaime and Tiger Campbell. I have to do it. They're at 850 right now. I got them at 12 to 1. Don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com forward slash Monaco to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel official partner of our volume sports network disclaimer 21 plus in select states first online real money wager only ten dollars deposit required refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days restrictions apply see full terms at fanduel.com forward slash sportsbook fanduel is offering online sports wagering in kansas under an agreement with kansas star casino llc gambling problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.100gambler.net West Virginia